Video Gamer Podcast number 442. I'm your host, Josh Wise, joined, of course, by Rich Walker. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. That's um, good football formation, isn't it? 442. I thought yeah, that yeah. when I was writing the uh, little title at the top of my document. I was like, oh, like the football. So I'm glad you brought yeah. that up. Um, yeah, thanks. We won't be discussing football, of course. We'll be discussing games, snacks, various newses and happenings uh, in the gaming world. Uh, which may or may not. If you want. Yeah, we, I was going to say, yeah, it might tangentially yeah. involve some sort of football. Uh, I don't know. What, I, I, slept su- through, um, I slept through the Wolves Man City match. Wolves, that's right. You're, you're, a, wo- very, you're a Wolverhamptoner, uh, aren't you? Wolverhampton Wanderers. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, I slept until 10 to 3. <laughs> Forgot they were playing. Um, <laughs> I, my sleep's all over the place at the moment. It's awful. Yeah, I mean, you're um, a night owl at the best of times, but it's gone really turbo now. Yeah, it has gone bad. Um, but yeah, stupid penalty. Stupid penalty <laughs> given away because it hit our player under the armpit. Ooh. And the ref was like, yeah, that's a handball. <laughs> Is it? It's Is the a armpit ball. a hand? A pit yeah, ball. armpit ball. <laughs> yeah, so that's ball. why we lost to oh, Man City. Was it just 1-0 just because of that penalty? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's Rubbish. a shame. That's a shame. Rubbish. Yeah. Are they like? I presume Man City are much the better team because they are top, I believe. Yeah, ah, right. and uh, we're like eighth or ninth now. I think. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In we the, lost a yeah. man as well because um, he got booked for a silly tackle, and then thirty seconds later, he decided to get in the way of the free kick. And he oh. got sent off. So he had two yellow cards in the space like thirty-five seconds. So that oh, that's rough. Well. That's rough. Yeah, Sounds like yeah, it was bad. it was Wolves' game to lose, really. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a shooter. It was. That's a shooter. Yeah. I've, Disappointing. Uh, I've not been watching any football. You'd be. Uh, no. you'd be, you'd Who be do surprised. you support then? Uh, I don't re. If I did, Bedford it, County. I, it would be. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be Middlesbrough because my dad. Really? Oh, yeah, right. yeah. I've actually been to a game, uh, the Riverside. Ages ago, mm. um, okay. it's the only only game of uh, football I've ever been to, but it was an absolute cracker. It was Middlesbrough mm. Aston Villa, and this oh. was when it was sort of Jimmy Floyd, Hasselbank, Mark Viduka, Yakubu, Stuart Downing played for Middlesbrough. Good stuff. So yeah, it was, good it was stuff. really really good. Yeah, I've been to three Wolves matches. Three. That's um, impressive. They're in the nineties, though. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. That's inherently cool if you've done it in the nineties. Yeah. Do yeah, they have was, like um, loud, weird jerseys that were sort of like rubbish designs? Because that's what I think of when I think. No, of the no. 90s. These were the. This was the Goodyear uh, sponsorship years. These were classic. Oh, what, the Goodyear of the Goodyear shirts. blimp fame. In, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Long time wolf sponsors in the nineties. Goodyear. Really? Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> You could Excellent. say those were some good years. Yes, well, that's what mm. I thought when you started the sentence. I just sort of thought, oh, he probably means it's you know it's going to be a good year generally. But you you actually meant good year, so yeah, you know, I did. Yeah, the tire fair brand. Enough. Fair, fair <laughs> yeah. enough, dear. Yeah, uh, I imagine that 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 uh, it, it there was no affiliation with Ice Cube. Um, no, right. No, okay. that was only a good day. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah you're, but you're, it, you're getting your time frames wrong. Well, because it did. Because famously, the Goodyear blimp did read uh, "Ice Cube is a pimp." That yeah. is that is what it said. What whenever that day was, that's what it said. So that might yeah. have been visible over the Wolverhampton skyline. Would be my that, point. I but, mean, you know. did the police respond to that as well? Because <laughs> that's a felony. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it must be. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Did I ever show you that thing about that guy on the internet who? Um, I must have talked to you about this. He worked out specifically with the day and date that Ice Cube was referring to. 
Really? Yeah, he like looked at um he like uh, picked apart the lyrics and he found a day when the Lakers beat the Supersonics and a day right. when the like the visibility over Los Angeles was a certain way because you know he says like there was no smog that day. Um, right. There's like all these different things where he looked through the lyrics and he like comes up with a date at the end. I was like, the, he, good, um, the good day in question was whatever 1992. I quite and like was that. that also a day that he didn't have to use his AK? Because yeah. that, that would narrow it down. <laughs> that would, yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't know whether this person looked into sort of AK 47, yeah. you know, shootings that day. But y- yeah. yeah, presumably. Usage it was, specifically by Ice Cube. <laughs> yeah, Ice Cube. He didn't have to use his AK 47 machine gun. So that was right. that was good. Yeah. What's his real name again? O'Shea Jackson, is it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Well done. Well done. Thanks. Uh, and his son as well is, is O'Shea Jackson Jr., I think. Yeah, and plays him in the, uh, in the, in the movie, movie, didn't he? I never saw that. But did you ever see that movie? No. Do you know what? I've got it recorded as well, and I, I just haven't got around to it. Because mm. I loved NBA. Uh, NBA. I loved <laughs> NBA and NWA. <laughs> the 90s were absolutely bonkers, um, weren't they? As a so kid, much cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, um, I was, I was playing uh, yeah. um, San Andreas last night and uh, obviously listening to Today Was A Good Day and just doing the little basketball mini-game, which Were I you playing about. the quote-unquote definitive edition? I, I was, and I thought, yeah. oh, maybe I can put this as like a mini-segment in what we've been playing because I was going to talk about uh, the, the patch and actually, maybe I will just give it a couple of minutes in the what we've been playing section. Oh, so you've played it post-patch? Yeah, I thought well, like because I played it for review and then I started a fresh save and I thought, oh, I'm going to really take my time with this playthrough. I'm going to do loads of extra stuff, get all the hidden tags, and you know, just just you know, you sort of take your time and do all the fun stuff. Um, yeah, and and also I thought I also kind of wonder they fixed the rain, by the way. Oh, nice! In all three games. Well, I have only played like since the patches have happened. <laughs> we're just the most we're... <laughs> egregious in three. Yeah, the, the three was absolutely f- fucking insane, and I haven't yeah. gone back to three. Um, mostly because I already finished three, like just the original three for a feature mm-hmm. that I did a, a little while ago, and then that. So then, when I played the remaster, I, I didn't, I didn't like finish three again because I already finished it. So I, I, but I just thought it'll be a while before I go back to three anyway. But the rain in San Andreas now looks much more like the rain in Vice City, which is just okay. like the best the best rain of, of, of all of them, I thought. Not as obtrusive. It's not game like breaking. glowing white, insane mm. needles falling from the sky. Yeah. Like it just looks okay. And also they've added like a haze smog thing. Yes. Effect. Which is, it actually just looks quite nice. I mean, I haven't gone up Mount Chiliad yet, so I can't vouch for... I've sort of seen screenshots of like... Uh, you know, it's all that rolling fogs and stuff. But I can say that the smog and the just the general sunset and stuff, it looks all right. Like it look, it looks, it does look better than it looked when it launched. If it launched like it is now, it would have been a hell of a lot easier to uh, to like that game, to enjoy it's that. It's out on game. disc now, isn't it? Uh, no, they delayed the disc one famously. I think they only delayed it a week. Oh, really? And it's been a week. Yeah, so I oh, think God, it yeah, might be like- out now. Yeah. That's so funny because December in my head, I'm like, oh no, that th- that hasn't happened yet. But actually, we're like halfway through December now. So yeah, mm. there you go. Yeah, well, well, yeah. If you're thinking to get, does the disc one come with any cool stuff? By the way, no, <laughs> no. It just, I think it just comes in a box on a disc. Brilliant. Yeah, I was maybe sort of thinking... maybe it's got a slipcase. Who knows? I really don't know. 
Because you'd be a sucker for that. I'd be a sucker for that. Do you remember See, the um, like all the baseball bat yeah. things? Yeah. The baseball bat things, right? Yeah, like for GTA 3, there was like a super, super, super rare thing where you could get like a Louisville slugger. You get like an actual baseball bat that had been like, really? it had been like branded and it said in like black, it said like GTA 3, the Louisville slugger. It's like super rare, but you can get them on I the internet. I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember I th- that at all. I think it might have just been in the early 2000s, like a thing that was given out to press, but some of them found their way onto the internet and they're like worth thousands and thousands. But I just kind of thought, oh, well, maybe they'll do a booklet or a map because it's Rockstar yeah. and they, they still do maps. Like Red Dead 2 had a map, a physical map. So I thought, You'd oh, have to maybe. cram three maps into the box. Though, <laughs> That's you? true, actually, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd love that. And I'd love, like, a master booklet that just had all three booklets in, mm. in, in one, like, tourist guide. That'd be really cool. But. Maybe the listeners, if anyone uh, out there has bought the GTA Definitive Edition on disc, let us mm. know if it's actually quite a nice package. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into it because, I, I mean, I'm quite mad, obviously, so I might just buy it anyway. Um, See, I own the originals on PS2, so I'm not in any great sort of rush to Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. fairly disappointing uh, <laughs> definitive editions on disc. I think that's fair. I also own the originals, but it, yeah, it would. I'd only buy them, I guess, if there was cool stuff that came with them. Yeah, I yeah, would. I would. Worth I would nerd out. Yeah, like mm. I, there's a lot of stuff where it's like I don't care. You know, like Assassin's Creed comes with a, a 12 inch figurine of Avor. It's like I don't care about that. But if it is, you know, GTA stuff, I'll be all yeah. over it. I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm criticising you, but I will admit to silliness when it comes to Yakuza. Like, I oh, own yeah. the Yakuza games digitally, but I still yeah. own physical copies as well. <laughs> Which is stupid. <laughs> well, but you are you are also uh, sort of fireproofing yourself, though, in a way. Because, that's true. You know, yeah. it's nice to have the physical. There's a sort of sense of safety there. I think yeah. if you've got the, yeah, that's true. Got the physicals. Um, we're talking about games. I may mm. as well just run a jingle. We're going to what we've been playing. When you tie your shoes and you do the bit where you make the loop goes round, mm. rather than tying double knots on your shoes, just go round twice. Never, ever, ever come undone, and you can then undo them. Just pull, pull, pull at the end of the day. Never, ever, 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 ever come undone. This week on uh, video games, in video games, on video games, we've both played some stuff. You actually, yeah, we both played The Matrix Awakens, which we will talk about. Yeah. But before we talk about that, I kind of want to get your thoughts. Word. <laughs> but yeah. Well, N- noodled around in. Or you can drive yeah. around. You can drive around mm, in it. Uh, yeah. You know. I mean, it's not it's not great driving, but you know, pl- play plays a verb that we can go with, maybe. Sure. Uh, sure. But one thing that you've definitely been playing is Halo Infinite, the campaign thereof. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I'm intrigued to uh, get your thoughts because um, time has settled, and mm-hmm. looking back, um, you, you you know you get your sort of initial take on something. It's quite hot. It's quite charged. But then you give it a week or you give it two weeks and you cool down a little bit and you think back and certain things have stuck in your memory and certain other things have not stuck in your memory. You kind of just, you think actually, yeah, you know, in hindsight, such and such a game was X or Y, right? Mm -hmm. With Halo Infinite, I wasn't, um, like, I'm not a huge fan of the campaign. It's like it's slightly gone gone like it hasn't stuck around in my head at all like none of the yeah kind of emotional beats or anything have 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 stuck around like the multiplayer is obviously fantastic but generally speaking the open world stuff was cool um 
but it sort of isn't up there for me with the with the best campaigns. Um, actually, I don't know that it's up there with. I still think Halo Four might be might be three four three's best in terms of story and, oh, and really? pacing. I think so, but I do still really like the open world aspect. It's, it kind of depends on how you measure up the sort of story and what goes on and the plot and the way that it's paced with the fact that it is this open world and actually yeah. the gameplay itself, like the grapple hook and stuff, you could make a pretty strong argument that that's like the best that, that you know, that, that 343 have done. So, I, so mm. I don't know, but certainly Halo 4 lingered around in my head a lot longer. But anyway, what, what are your thoughts so far? You played it for a few hours. Yeah, I saw a lot of people complaining about the opening. There's a little linear bit before you get into the open world. I I really don't understand those complaints. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- those missions really don't stick around that long. No, they and, like, don't. No, they don't. Completely well, inoffensive. Yeah, yeah. As a setup, it's like yeah, fine. <laughs> it's I, I guess people's problem with it is they're trying to do what like, the sort of Elder Scrolls emerging into the open world effect. Is that Oblivion that did that? It Were was you- Oblivion, I think. Did Skyrim sort of do it to an extent, maybe? But I remember yeah, you're Oblivion's on a wagon. the one that's famous. Yeah, you start on the wagon, don't you, in Skyrim? Mm. Yeah, I suppose Oblivion did it best and most memorably. And yeah, uh, Infinite tries to kind of replicate that sense of wonder as the, the sort of door opens onto the world and you're like, oh, yeah. let loose. Yeah. But yeah, so what? Good. I I didn't I it didn't uh, yeah I didn't really mind it to be honest. No, with I didn't you. either. Um, I, I, I didn't even I, think it was a thing until I started seeing these complaints pop up. I was like, eh, what? I had, <laughs> Why? Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. And actually, I, like, it was quite, it was quite, like, quite. It's just Halo shooting and running through a thing that's blowing up. I just thought, yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah. I, I remember, I remember texting um, producer Dan uh, because I, it did strike me that it was quite long. What that, the intro? That, that's one thing I'll say for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, what, however else you, you might think it's good or bad, but I did mm. certainly think it was long. It was like over a, an hour and a half before I was in an open world. In fact, actually, it was, yeah. it was probably over two. I mean, it, it's funny, isn't it? There are intros and then there are intros. If you if you think of something like the Bathosphere in Bioshock, ultimately mm. that's over in about ten minutes. But Halo Infinite, the, the intro is like a it's a fairly biggie before you're out in that I open world. Really didn't have a problem with it at all. I, no, I no, no, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't mean I had a problem. I just mean in terms of length, it, 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 it yeah. like it, it was. It just notably is quite long. And like the sewers in Oblivion were not that mm. long, right? No, they weren't. That's true. But although yeah, no, it I, got I, pretty boring, battering rats, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, no, I, I didn't really have a problem with that. What? So, but you, what? What do you? So you're out pootling about in the open world then, having, having fun? Uh, yeah. So I reckon I've been playing for about four hours in total now, um, which mm. isn't much. Mm. Um, and I've sort of got into the the groove of it. Yeah, and I have I actually I stopped playing. I reckon uh, I don't know last Friday maybe, and I sort of haven't been compelled to go back. Oh, that's interesting. Weirdly, yeah, because yeah, like, I was really enjoying it, but I'm like, eh, you know, yeah. it's one of those games where you turn it on, you sort of you got to dig in and play for a while, and I just haven't been feeling like doing that lately. Yeah, for sure. Because in theory, it could be like a nice little sort of Far Cry thing where you sort of think, yeah. oh, well, I'll, you know, I'll hop in, I'll go and capture a base, and then I'll hop out again, you know. Mm. But um, that's kind of interesting. I, I would have thought it'd get, its, it'd, it'd get its hooks in you, so it's sort of intriguing that it hasn't quite yet. Yeah, well, you know. I found myself kind of, because there are no sort of vehicles sort of out in the world... You have to drop them from your FOBs, don't you? 
Yeah, well, there are they are there are vehicles. Those FOBs, the fobs, the key fobs. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) the little the little FOB, the little FOBs. Yeah, there are vehicles like Covenant vehicles, but I think they the game carefully curates like where they are to stop you from like you get banshees later on because it wouldn't work. You you don't just see like a ghost sort of pootling down the road you can just <laughs> jump in it's not like gta is it no they're not well they're not no, yeah. certainly not willy-nilly like busy yeah, <laughs> yeah just like carnage yeah i know what you yeah. mean i know what you mean i sort of i f- found myself grappling around with the grappling hook loads and i've put all the upgrade points i've found spartan mm. cores whatever into the grappling hook yeah and it's made it more fun like i've got the voltaic thing so you shoot electricity down it and oh enemies. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's cool. Good. I do like all that, and I did like the tower and a bunch of other stuff, and mm. I did enjoy what I played. I don't know why I haven't felt the compulsion to go back. Generally, I find that with Halo, uh, the campaign again, just talking specifically about the campaigns, the Halo, mm-hmm. the, the thing that kind of um, I will play them very intensely when I play them, and yeah. the thing, the thing that 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 keeps me keeps me hooked uh, is the, is the story um and i and i did find it in infinite that's less of a, a driving force yeah. on the one hand they have the they tell us the sort of story that is sort of fitting for an open world which is to yeah. say hey this stuff is really urgent but yeah. go and capture a few bases though don't worry about it so it's a bit mm. like all right well i don't the sort of pacing that you get in a in a linear shooter campaign. Weirdly, the linear shooter campaign kind of more kind of more inviting, right? Because you, yeah, you sort of think I'd agree. less less of a commitment in my life. Yeah, yeah. There's that. Um, I, I there's a lot to be said for just a linear shooter campaign. Oh, I just mate, I, I think know. I prefer it. Mm. I feel like open worlds are just too prevalent. I see what they're doing. I do think it's yeah. interesting. I know that we've got everyone and their mums a bloody open world these days. And mm. I and I do appreciate... But that I was struck when I played Halo Infinite by... Because I was really sceptical. And I think producer Dan was really sceptical as well. And, and we kind of thought, yeah, but why does Halo have to be Far Cry? You know, I don't... Like, uh, I, I just want a linear fucking thing. But then yeah. I, I was impressed in the first few hours when I was playing it. Because I thought to myself, but the Far Cry template... Like... That template, it's not the template that's bad, it's the way they make the play in mm-hmm. within that. Te- and I did think it is still really fun because it is still Halo, you know. Yeah. It, it's, it's like, well, what you know, what happens if Halo is Far Cry? Well, it kind of makes Far Cry a little bit better because uh, you know, the stuff that powers it is a little bit better. But I, mean, I, I do, did, I, I do did, agree. I did, um, before I stopped playing last, I did sort of um, jack a scorpion tank from a warehouse. Like an outpost, <laughs> you have to destroy a load of like fuel cells or something. Oh, I found yeah, a little yeah. scorpion tank. I was like, oh nice, and you know, went around That's in great. that. But yeah. also, I got absolutely smashed, and you know, bits <laughs> were coming off it, and it's on fire. I was like, I better ditch this now. Better hightail it out. Which is a shame because <laughs> I wanted to keep the scorpion tank. And I know. But you know, see- if you had like a garage, you could go and park it. In. Oh, I know. Well, that's. I guess mm. that's kind of what they want the FOBs to become because you, you can unlock yeah. different vehicles that you can call in. Yeah. Um, but isn't that an interesting thing though? Because in if you look at something like Far Cry, which uh, it also offers you all these vehicles, you can get in all these funky vehicles in Far Cry and go and, and go and have fun. But they don't quite have 
that special magic whereas what you just described is really lovely because it's like mm. oh you know i found a, a, a scorpion tank and that was special that was a special yeah. moment like and i yeah. wanted to keep it and like that's a really lovely thing that you don't get in a lot of a lot of open worlds it's like finding the dodo in gta 3 or something you think oh <laughs> yeah. i found it it was a secret and now it's mine yeah. you know and that's what to give infinite its credit in, in unexpected places it does have that sense of like it is an open world. It's not that big, though. And I might just find some little treasures here. You know, I might mm. find some little sexy little secrets. But, yeah. Well, yeah. But I'll be... I'll, I just, I'll, uh, yeah. yeah uh, for on. me, it's getting around isn't quite as enjoyable as I hoped. I find it difficult. Like, yes. I got to this little ravine, and I was like, well, I can't cross that unless I go the long way around, which is a pain. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then I had a bunch of glitched achievements as well, which was a bit uh. frustrating. Yeah. Um, do, do you for a first party game? I don't expect to be getting glitched achievements. One that's been delayed a year as well. I know it is. A, it is a strange. shame. I think lots of people are like like it's not as bad as something like a cyberpunk. Just just to put it in context, like it's well, not. Yeah. It's not. It's not like the you know the the, the mess of that game at all. But uh, it's funny because Halo is being met with a wave of really good will. And the goodwill yeah. comes from people who love Halo and want Halo to be good and are, and are playing the multiplayer and rightfully loving the multiplayer. But at mm-hmm. the same time, you're not wrong. You know, it was delayed for a year. It's launching in bits and pieces. We have to wait to get Forge and, and, and campaign co-op and all these things. It's, you know, it's, the multiplayer was out before the campaign. Now you're getting glitched achievements. It's not been... A great launch, but no. I think it goes to show the power of goodwill because yeah. something like Cyberpunk, there wasn't a lot of goodwill left when that launched. You know, that was a well, very bitter. I mean, it was a different situation. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a unplayable on the consoles. It was, you know, exactly. It, 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 it's it's not a perfect <laughs> comparison, but it does yeah. it does sort of demonstrate the power of goodwill. The power of like, oh well. You know, yeah. we, we do love Halo, and the fundamental play in Halo Infinite is, you know, I, I still it does still just deliver that classic Halo crunchy feeling of of, of sort of you know lovely combat and. Do you feel like the, the grapple hook's good, isn't it? The grapple hook is great. The grapple shot, or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I do find it a bit of pill to swallow that co-op still isn't going to be available till like May at the earliest because <laughs> yeah. that's not the sort of campaign I'm necessarily going to be delving back into because it's an open world mm. it's not a linear campaign you could just go back through again no it's true you know what i mean it's uh, yeah. and they are they are adding i saw, saw there's one of the news items is that they are adding the ability uh, for players to replay missions in the campaign which of course was a feature of halo's yeah. since halo began but is yep. also you know a lot easier when it's a you know a linear campaign broken mm. up into missions so i imagine this will just be Oh well, it's the story missions that you do, and they are yeah. You know, you can go and jump in and do them again. Well, that that might be different if that's available for in co-op. You know, if it's eventually added, that that could be yeah a more enticing prospect to just you know be able to jump directly into campaign missions. Maybe when it's um, when it's added, we could like just mess around in the open world because that's kind of what you want to do in campaign co-op, right? Just I suppose hop onto a warthog and go and capture some bases, like a kind of co-op Far Cry or something. I just I hope. They can accommodate four players as well, not just two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because they usually do, don't they? They do. Yeah, it would be so. it would be really really good to get like all 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 the four of us. I also I'm not found hold my breath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll mm. wait and see. I also mm. found the grapple uh, grapple shot did help with 
uh, some of that traversal. I would always be jumping and grappling forwards all mm-hmm. the time because the movement yeah. is uh, not you know not not the not the fastest. So you no. kind of need that grapple. <laughs> I felt sorry for the the other gadgets in the campaign, which I quite rarely used. To be honest with yeah, you, the I, threat detector thing. I'm just like I, I never <laughs> use that. It's just want it to has see a, something, shoot it. I don't uh, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It has like, a quite a specific. Um, uh, use if you're trying to do something on on a, on a very very hard difficulty, it can it can, it can yeah. be quite useful. But but even uh, like the boss battle, it's constructed around. Yeah, I was just like, nah, sod <laughs> it. I'm just gonna grapple aimlessly and just pick yeah. them out, and yeah. it worked. And yeah. you know, I beat that boss first time, no problems without that threat detector thing. Yeah, yeah, you so, hardly yeah. hardly need it. Redundant. Um, yes. Uh, elsewhere, uh, just last week. Uh, in the wake of the Game Awards, which we will talk about in the news segment. But we yep. have both played the, uh, well, I was going to say a sort of surprise drop, but it wasn't a surprise drop, no, but it was it a drop. Leaked, didn't it? <laughs> it got leaked, but it was one of those things where they say, hey, and also this thing is available right now for you at home, which I don't know if there's a word for that, if it's not a surprise drop. Yeah, let's just call well, it a Everybody drop. knew, though, because Every- it had yeah. a pre-download and a date. <laughs> so yeah. it was, they closed out the show with it like it was a big thing. And I was still waiting for the big reveal at the end of it. And I was like, oh. That is the There isn't one. Reveal. That was it. And everyone already knew about it. I had it pre-downloaded. I, I you know, yeah. fired it up immediately after the show. Well, there you go. Uh, we are. We haven't said the name of it yet. The listeners yeah. are in uh, unbelievable uh, suspense. It's The Matrix Awakens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Matrix Awakens, an Unreal Engine 5 experience. Yes. Um which is a uh, tech demo for uh, Unreal Engine 5, which is pretty pretty, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. it gives you a few things. It gives you Keanu Reeves and carrie Ann Moss uh, against a white background, like in the first movie. Actually, like in a couple of the movies. Uh, and they talk some some technical uh, mumbo-jumbo about uh, uh, digital faces and achieving immortality through yeah. uh, digital super-duper graphics and such the like. And then they talk about open world. They, 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 they talk for a bit. Uh, yeah. And then it cuts to a car chase, um, which is a very, very light on interaction. But it is interactive. And the, the fact that it's interactive at all is kind of amazing, because... The this car chase uh, looks like a pre-rendered cutscene, um, yeah. and then just that the idea that what you're watching is actually running in real time in front of you is kind of incredible. Um, mm. You aim at the tires of pursuant cars and shoot them, and that's all you do really. But yeah. uh, it then, after the car chase, hands over control um, to your character, uh, who I don't know if she's named. I don't she's. Know if she- I saw one of the developers on Twitter saying um, it's actually that it's um, Epic's default metahuman, but with a different haircut. <laughs> so there right. you go. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, I'll call a meta. A developer that. who used to work on the Mafia games, who I interviewed at an E3 a long time ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's now at Epic working on the Unreal Engine. It turns out. Ah, Didn't know that. That's cool. Mm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so you, you control her, and you can uh, explore this open world, which is a kind of, uh, well, it's a city, it's a sort of chunk of city. Um, yeah. It looks, looks a bit like New York, but it ain't mm-hmm. New York. I think it's called something like the Mega City or something, it's right. you know, a yeah. simulation or something. Um, 
sort of Chicago vibes as well, actually. Um, mm. And you can walk or run or get in any of the parked cars in the world and drive around or press uh, a button to uh, there's a button thing that just says fly which I was kind of disappointed at first because I thought that this woman was going to fly like Neo in the movies yeah. I thought yeah, that it's be... kind of um, erroneously labelled that, that button in, isn't yeah, it because it, what it means is you the player can drone kind of, view you can fly yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it's like it's like it's a you know you're a drone mm. and so you detach from her you leave her sort of body behind and then you can float and fly pretty fast through this world mm-hmm. and zoom in very very close to surfaces and just explore um and it's kind of amazing um the things that you can do, you can alter the traffic density, you can strip yeah. away the surfaces and just look at the sort of polygons underneath as they tessellate yeah. and sort of all these different colours underneath that you can see, you know, it, it, it's, 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 as tech demos go, it, it is, um, it's an impressive approach because it actually demos the tech rather than just yeah. you seeing the end result you actually get a look at it runs you through uh, lumen and nanite which are the two tools uh, or two of the tools uh, yeah. in, the, in the suite of tools of unreal engine 5 which we were shown a while ago in uh, lumen and the land of nanite which was that tech demo oh yeah i remember from yeah. uh, from last year which was not playable you just watched it but this yeah. is this is a playable thing you can change between day and night um and that's kind of all you can do. I mean, the driving is the driving is awful, obviously. Yeah, it's um, terrible. It's really, really bad driving. Mm. Um, in fact, actually, it's the sort of driving. Well, I was about to slag off the old licensed Matrix games, but I actually think Enter the Matrix had better driving than this does, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, uh, I, I found it was really, really cool. I played it for like way longer than I thought I was going to play it. I was kind of enthralled by it. I. Okay. I like. I was flying around. I would. It was really fun to go to the top of a skyscraper. <coughs> Pardon yeah. me. See, I hoped that you could fly to the top of the skyscraper, then drop your character there. So but did no. I. So did it, I. It whizzes back down to the ground, it, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, and you can only ever go like it. Uh, it whizzes back to her point below the camera at only if she's on ground level, and if if you're yeah. not, it the camera cuts to black, and then you resume. Yeah, that's from right. Wherever. Yeah. She last was. But I would go to the top of skyscrapers, look down at the ground, and then sort of like fly towards the ground. And I was doing nutty stuff. Like I was mm. I was zooming into boring shit like door handles and because I was like, I want to see how, you know, how serious yeah. this is. Um there's some ugly textures in there. Yeah, some I interiors mean, that look a bit dodgy. The, the interiors Actually, don't look great. You're right, yeah. You and I, really impressed by this Unreal Engine 5 demo. I handed it to Elise. Oh, yeah. Not so impressed. She, she oh, was really? annoyed she couldn't go into places. She's like, I can't even go in the buildings. Oh, this is rubbish. <laughs> so she, di- she didn't really um, grasp sort of uh, how amazing the tech was, I don't think. That's terrific, yeah. She, she well, just saw its yeah. limitations. <laughs> yeah, well, and, it, and, it yeah. Does, and it does, and it does, to be fair to her, it does have them. It does bloody have them. Yeah. It, it, do you know what? The interiors reminded me of um, uh, uh, Spider-Man. That you you know you yeah, sort of swing yeah. you swing past the buildings and they're, they're impressive up to a point aren't they mm-hmm. but you definitely get this sense of like this is an outdoor world yeah they're know, not like, meant to be scrutinised <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think when me and Dan did a video um, we saw one interior where there's a photocopier in front of the door it's like they haven't 
they haven't um, mapped these out right, have they? They no. must be randomised or something. Or maybe done with like a you know AI or something. I zoomed yeah. into like the tyre wells of a car. Wow. Some pretty, some pretty ugly textures going on there. Oh, but the, you know, they haven't even done the tire wells properly. You know, this is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and like the, what was it? Those little um, things that you get. And do you know, I never know what they are. Uh, what? Do you remember? Now this is this is mental, but it's a, an accurate way of describing what I mean, and it's a reference I'm sure you'll get. Do you remember at the beginning yeah. of the movie Speed? Yeah, where when the bus had to. Keep the, its speed the above bus 50. had to keep its speed above fifty, and if, and if it its went, speed dropped below, <laughs> the bus yeah. can slow down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. at the beginning of the movie, when all the people are in the lift, and uh, Keanu has to tether the lift to mm-hmm. like a white thing that's on the top of the building. Right. If you remember that, and then the thing like snaps and goes through the vent thing. You remember the movie Speed? Um, I do. I don't remember that specific he, like, thing. Though. He, like when it's when shit's hitting the fan and the lift's been blown, he like yeah. tethers it to a thing. But they're just like white like structures that you get on top of skyscraper, and I never know what they are because I'm like, well, it's not for the purpose of winching it to a lift that's just exploded. So mm, what do these things no. do when it, you know? And they got what little, do they look like sort of like little sort of white spires with like little little like mini fences around them. Maybe they're like uh, like uh, date like data poles or something like that. I don't know. Maybe it could maybe be they, lightning conductors. I was just thinking no? that actually, yeah, like a lightning no? conductor. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Mm. But I need anyway, to rewatch Speed. It's been re- too rewatch long. Speed and yeah. note whatever Keanu ties the... Is it a hose? Is it like a fire hose he ties it with? <laughs> anyway. Are you thinking um, of Die Hard now? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Well, <laughs> Ke- Keanu... No, it's a cable. Oh, my it's a God, cable. John, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, I was hovering around one of those lightning conductor data wire spires on top of a building. Yeah. And I was thinking... Yeah, the graphics on this metal does look a bit rubbish, to be fair. Um, I love that you're nitpicking. I am nitpicking. At this amazing tech demo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, rubbish. But at the same time, you know, it's a tech demo. Don't put it yeah. in front of me if I can't... You know, I will, I'll go mental scrutinising it. I'll go really, really tough. Um, yeah. But... This is all useful say, feedback for Epic Games, all- isn't it? That <laughs> making the list now, tyre wells, right. <laughs> Little <laughs> white things on the building, check. <laughs> These are things we've really got to pin down yeah. next time. Well, they're giving it all that about the manhole covers. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, well, the, yeah, the, gra- yeah. the graphics on those fucking manhole covers, they better be top notch, you know? Because mm, mm-hmm. I'll be hovering over every single one you, of them. You went through all 22,000 odd, didn't 12, you? 12,422. Whatever it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I looked at a few manhole covers. I won't lie to yeah. you. I zoomed in, you know. Um, but now it's all, it, well. like, all the same as well. all the same. This is a repeated it's, asset. It's the same manhole I want different manhole covers. <laughs> <laughs> I just become like a pest for yeah. Epic Games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, terrific. You should get no. their phone number and call them up. They'd like I was going to say, I might start calling the office. Excuse and- me. <laughs> <laughs> I need to report something. <laughs> They're like, oh God, it's him again. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed oh. something else about your demo. <laughs> and like I'll do that thing where I'll call them to see if yeah. they got my email 
<laughs> that always drove me nuts when I was That's in an good. office. Guy sends me an email. He walks down the hallway into my <laughs> office to ask if I've email? got it. Do you get my email? Get I possibly yeah, I deliberately ignored it. I'll, I, yeah, most of the time <laughs> I ignored it. I've brought yeah. my Vita in. Learn that. I might exactly. respond later. You know. Mm. Anyway. Um, but no, it, it is really special, The Matrix Awakens. And yeah, actually, yeah. what's weird is, because I, I wrote a thing about this, it mm-hmm. is a good tech demo, and I am excited for Unreal Engine 5, but actually, it captures The Matrix like no other game has ever done it. It, do, it doesn't have any flashy combat. It doesn't. I mean, it's got that car chase, which is cool. But yep. in terms of actually giving you like the texture of the matrix as you see it in those movies like the air has that green tint and the world is like oddly sterile and the pedestrians you 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 do look around this thing and as i was playing it i was thinking well i wasn't thinking about unreal engine 5 to be honest and in the end hey maybe that's maybe that's praise for unreal engine 5 you know the Mm. the most impressive stuff the stuff we don't even we stop thinking about after a little while because it's so good but i was thinking about like this feels like the Matrix. These the fiction of this tech demo feels good. Like the, the the people seem like they're not real people. They seem oddly synthetic, like robots or something, you know. Yeah. And the world's oddly sterile. And when I was floating up between the buildings, I was just thinking, like, yeah, it's really like I don't know, it's sort of airless and atmospheric. It, Do you know what it's like? Oh, that was great. Yeah, go on. It's like the pool wagon in The Simpsons. <laughs> Where Otto brings it out and then they has to drive it away the next day. It's a bit of a tease. It's a bit of a tease. Because I wish, I wish it was a f- proper full bloody yeah. game with the combat and yeah. the proper driving. And yes. like, I wish it was a, you know, yeah. proper Matrix game. That'd with be great. Mu- with much better driving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of a pool <laughs> wagon that gets driven away. Yeah, yeah. Mobile anyway, pool. Yeah. so that's The Matrix Awakens, an Unreal Engine 5 experience. You can download it now on your PS5, your Xbox series, um, yeah. and have a jolly old time. It's free, and it might excite you for the upcoming movie. Yeah, and any potential Unreal Engine 5 games that, um, you know... Um, yeah. Have we got any Unreal Engine 5 games coming? I think Hellblade 2 is in Unreal Engine 5, is it? Is it? Okay. I think Are I remember hearing... that demo? No. It's weird, isn't it? Do you mean the Hellblade gameplay thing? Yeah. No, uh, well, were we treading on the toes of the news here? But Oh, actually, no, that's a good point. Shall I cut to the news and we'll talk about it there? If you want. All right, yeah, all right, have a jingle. It's <laughs> good, this. It's good, good. Do podcasts do this? Do they have, like, discussions about... <laughs> they, just, they just run over. And yeah. <laughs> this, is why, this is why people like it, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's ad hoc. It's yeah. freestyle. It's freestyle. Yeah, good shit. Good shit. Oh, it's good right. shit. Yeah, brilliant. The classic Cornish pasty. Cornish. Ooh. A proper from Cornwall. Proper full, 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 full of goodness. Come over there. Yeah. Ooh. Preferably within Cornwall. Right. Although I find bits of crust. Yeah, yeah. There is a lot of crust. Discard the crust. News. Uh, we yeah. started talking about it. It's Game Awards stuff, and it's actually not what I've got written down, and that's telling because I it, it didn't. Was it, was it the first item of the show? As I well? think it was the first one. I think yeah. it was the first one. Yeah, Hellblade Two. Um, now I guess I didn't have it written down because like we already know that Hellblade Two uh, is is it's happening. We know it's a thing. We've actually seen it. There has been a, a really cool trailer. I think it's Unreal Engine Five. By the way, don't quote me on that. I, like I mm. seem to remember hearing that. A 
ages ago like that trailer was one of the first times anyone saw unreal engine 5 before that newman and the land of nanite maybe um yeah anyway no i i um i looked at the hellblade 2 thing yeah not didn't excite me it looks uh, wait, i it thought just, it looked better in that first teaser yeah so did i and it's somehow i don't know it just it doesn't look quite as impressive now. I'm no, like, eh, I, I mean it. Maybe it doesn't some, help that like it's very dark, very gloomy. Yeah, very dark. Some big troll fella dragging himself out of a cave. <laughs> yeah, onto a beach, and they're all chucking flaming spears at it. I, I don't know. And also, I, I, it, it yeah. doesn't help that I look at that, and I because the thing is, I, I liked Hellblade. I'll say that much now. Um, I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I thought too. it was interesting. It tried to do something interesting, and I think for the most part it succeeded. But uh, it was also quite rote. Its combat was very, very simplistic, and was yeah. was was quite repetitive after a time. Um, mm-hmm. Reminded me a little bit of um, a, a Plague Tale, not in its combat, obviously, because that game didn't really have well combat per se. But it was that yeah. kind of game, that sort of like beautiful to look at, uh, mm-hmm. quite quite slim when when it comes to actual sort of mechanics but i was looking at this hellblade 2 thing and i was thinking like you know the thing where they toss the spear it looks very scripted and yeah um, those things which like they're kind of cut scenes but you they're sort of interactive you know you are you, you you're running away but you, every now and again she stops and you have to aim the spear and throw it i just sort of do you know what it reminded me of the car chase in the matrix awakens where it's just like yeah. yeah this is kind of it is game i can't say it's not gameplay because it is being rendered right in front of me like it is but i don't know i'm, I'm it doesn't look like it's um an exciting or particularly potentially that enjoyable section of game if it's <laughs> yeah. just running on rails and chucking a spear yeah. now and again yeah for sure yeah yeah an I interactive just... cutscene. and yeah and and you know and in the meantime you know very very gloomy and and sort of yeah i don't know i i i, I am excited i guess I, I part of me just i just didn't really ever i didn't think hellblade needed a sequel and i'm not unhappy that like it's fun i'm sure it look it could be absolutely brilliant i, w- I won't you know i'm not gonna judge something before i you know before i've played it but i'm just yeah in terms of g me up i'm just sort of like yeah all right you know well hellblade one was a relatively kind of small um quite compact linear yes game wasn't it yes i feel like this is supposed to be the big sequel where they throw the yeah. boundaries open a bit but yes. i'm not seeing evidence of that yet <laughs> yeah yeah for sure you know i mean like, i don't i get no impression of the combat i got no impression of the world really yeah spot on it, yeah, yeah, mm, it yeah. Just, I mean, it's hard to get excited about it you know and i think Based because on what they've shown so far yeah no a hundred percent and because it is being treated as this big blockbuster thing mm-hmm. and like and and you know it you sort of forget that or or it's perhaps easy to forget that like well, it is still, or at least, you know, the first one was, as you say, quite a small game. You know, the team that built it wasn't vast. Yeah. You know, they're, they're a, a talented developer, but they're not, you know... Hu- and, of course, they've got a lot more resources uh, for the sequel and stuff. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't have a sense of, of, of bigger, better, more yet. That's what's interesting. I just have a sense of, mm. you know, more, but not bigger or better. Or Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. I want to see like a sort of gameplay deep dive. Show me sort of the intricacies of the combat. See me. Tell, tell me like how you've improved it and made it more yeah. fleshed out. 
Yeah, and as you, know, you say, yeah. a bit of the world as well. I'd like yeah, to sort of yeah. see like if it's because she seems to be leading some sort of invasion. So it's like, is yeah. it going to be like a? I wonder if they'll go open world. I hope they don't go open world. I have to say. Yeah, I hope they don't. Yeah, don't yeah. Know, Maybe if it sort of was that God of War middle ground. Oh yeah, I, that'd be all right. Yes, yes, or yeah. Actually, yeah, that, that's a good that's a good comparison. If it's something mm. like that, you know, yeah, you go and go and venture to that area, and then there's yeah. a sort of linear linear sequence in that area. That'd mm. be nice. That. Um, yeah. <clears throat> elsewhere, mm-hmm. and probably the other. Well, there's there's sort of two really big things, and one of them's Alan Wake Two. Oh yeah, which was announced at the Game Awards, which mm. uh, Alan has long hair, yeah. and he also has a little lamp that he's holding that he's clutching, and it showed us mm-hmm. some nice uh, scenes of the woods in 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 Bright Bright Falls Forest, and yep. uh, and then also the town. Um, they sort of seem to be doing the kind of similar vibe to Twin Peaks where uh, Agent Cooper's been trapped in the Black Lodge for ages and he's all old. I mean, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't have thought 25 years has gone by, so he won't be like no. old, old. <laughs> but he has got really long hair, implying that he has been stuck in the metaphorical lake for some time since mm-hmm. the events of mm-hmm. the first game. Sam Lake. Sam Lake, indeed. Uh, but what's interesting is, uh, or maybe what's more interesting than the trailer, is that Sam Lake's comments when he spoke to Jeff Keighley and said that this will be Remedy's first survival horror. Yeah. He said the first game had horror elements, but this yeah. is our first yeah. full survival horror experience. It's and like, I think Ooh. he's right. He described. He said the first game was an action game that had horror elements, didn't yeah. he? And then he, and then he said, yeah, this, this is like our proper... For-. And that excites me, because I love survival yeah. horror, and I'm also a fan of Remedy, so... Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely all put up those, for that. Put those things together. You know, in the absence together. of a Silent Hill, this could be um, a nice <clears throat> substitute, maybe. I agree. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I will play it. I, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing, a couple of other things, but one of them is Star Wars Eclipse, uh, which yeah. was announced with a, a trailer. No sort of like gameplay or anything, just some... Nope. Some look at some people with some fancy schmancy lightsabers swinging them about a bit, um, mm-hmm. and look, look a look at the world. It looks <clears throat> kind of cool. It's like set during the the good times, like the high times of the um, yeah, of the, kind of the um, episode say, one to three era. Yeah, well, I think actually even bef- yeah, before yeah, uh, because <clears throat> I think so because Kotor was like the old republic and so mm. i think it's after the old republic during during like what they call the good times or like the height of of it was so it? closer to episode yeah. 1 but episode 1 was already where it was kind of starting to go downhill because the palpatine well, it looked like stuff. kind of um coruscant or naboo yeah. or something didn't it in the trailer yeah, for sure for yeah, sure yeah that kind of vibe did uh, you did you sort of make this noise when the, the quantic dream logo came up cuz i did i sort of went ah oh. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, I, well, because I, I remember because we knew that this was happening, right? Yeah, and I'd forgotten. Uh, I'd completely right. forgotten yes. that the Quantic yeah, yeah, Dream yeah. Star Wars game was a thing. So For I was sure. like, this looks cool, and then the logo came out. I was like, oh. Okay. Yes, yeah, and I think it's one of those things where because I I remember hearing like uh, so I can't remember if it was a, well, it must have been a rumor because we don't really know anything about Star Wars Eclipse, but remember yeah. something ages ago about it being like an action like it being different to Quantic Dream's other games like it is right. they made they made a comment about it being choice driven and stuff so I imagine it will still have the branching uh, plot lines and such the like but I did wonder with it being a Quantic Dream I sort of thought oh is it is it are they going to do like actual fighting or something is it going to be quick, you know quick time mm. events like their other games often are yeah. you know 
I don't uh, know. This is what this is my concern, I guess. Yeah. It could it could go either way, right? Yeah. You could for just sure. end up with another choice driven adventure game. Sort of Detroit but reskinned yeah. into into Star Wars. Yeah. Or it could be something new and exciting. And yeah. I'm thinking it might be the former. I don't know. The cynic in me. The cynic, yeah. I mean yeah. who knows? I mean it could be <clears throat> a brave departure for Quantic Dream into, you know, action adventure territory. Mm-hmm. I'd like I'd like to think it is. But uh, yeah. we shall see. The other uh, two bits of intriguing news. The one that <clears throat> probably made me sit up the most, I think, in all of the game awards is Slitterhead. Yeah, what the hell? This is Which not what I was expecting. Abs- no, no, nor me, man. And uh, I would. So this is the new horror game from um, Bokeh Boke- Game Studio, Boke. which mm. we've been looking at for some time. Um, and we've been saying on this very podcast, you know, I'm not particularly excited for a Bloober Team Silent Hill because, you know, well, we've been through that before. But what I am excited about is Keiichiro Toyama's new studio, which, he, which <laughs> with the involvement of Akira Yamaoka as well. Yeah. Um, is this what you wanted, though, Josh? Well, I don't <laughs> know. It looks, well, I don't it know. Looks completely <laughs> mad. Doesn't it look off the wall? But I mean, Bonkers. like, because I and I was getting Ghostwire Tokyo vibes. Yeah, me too. Because you know well, how mean, it's like action, or it looks really fast-paced and hectic and stuff. Well, it started off as the guy in the alleyway, and then yeah. this girl comes out of the shadows. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, interesting, weird. And then <laughs> yeah. she turns into this big spidery, bony monster thing. You're like, what the... F-? And then it just <laughs> all just goes completely nuts off the wall. Like, the, what was the guy in the bike helmet doing? Making a sword out of blood and then jumping yeah. into the sky and... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, I, it, I don't know. I don't know where to start. It does look quite, quite mad. Um, yeah. But and the name know, Slitterhead. Slitterhead. It, it, it sort yeah. of reminds me a little bit of like of uh, like Slenderman or something. Mm, but Slitterhead. Shatterhand. Shatterhand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Toyama said, uh, "We hope you. We hope you can enjoy the the teaser uh, and use your use I your." I love imag- that phrasing. We hope like you can try. enjoy. We hope yeah. you can. Please. <laughs> yeah. He says. Um, Use your imagination uh, for what's more to come. And he reminds the fans that the studio is far from being as large as what you may call a a triple-A scale team. Uh, So it may be a while before we see any more of Slitterhead. But look, Mm. you know, I love those guys. They're smart guys. Toyama's been involved in some incredible games over the years. They're a talented Mm -hmm. outfit. They seem to me like a collection of exciting misfits, like Yamaoka, the art director, Kaichiro Toyama. These are are good people. These are talented people that have a history Mm -hmm. of horror. And yes... I like you. I was watching the trailer, going, "What the fuck is going on? This is insane!" But yeah. hey, that could be great, you know. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, it I, looks original, if nothing else. Absolutely, and I'm all yeah. for the return to sort of cities, like a kind of Tokyo mm. jungle vibe. Like, it could be really, really cool. It's it. That's the game I've got my eye on um, okay. going into. I mean, it won't be out next year. It'll be out twenty three. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but. I've throughout all of the game awards. That's the one where I thought that's fascinating. Give me more of that. I want more of that. I mean, it's um, left a lot of weird images in my head. Yes. You yeah. Know, <laughs> that, that, those images are indelible. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. The woman weird. in the apartment window at the end at of the, the trailer. End. Yeah. That that but that actually Ugh. was just quite disturbing though. Yeah. Really disturbing. And that and that but that's done its job. Like nothing. Mm. 
you know, it's not not often that that happens where you, something stays with you and you think, oh god, yeah, that was really horrible. That in games, yeah. like often they play them today, gone tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and the last thing, well, there's lots of things by the way. Head on over to <clears throat> videogamer.com because there are lots of other pieces. But I just thought I would condense the sort of maybe what you might call the the the, the biggest stories and maybe we've got I, a. Uh We've got a nice roundup on XboxAchievements.com and PlayStationTrophies.org. Not that I'm trying to compete, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. Yeah, R- just Rich saying. Is, he's trying to hide I put a lot of work pod. into it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, the lo- sort of last one, I guess, is Wonder Woman. Um, yeah. Which, which is a single player open world action adventure. And it's going to use the Nemesis system. And it'll so use it's the like Nemesis Shadow system. Shadow of Mordor. But with Wonder yeah. Woman, <laughs> yeah. I, so I'm how do you feel about to visualise it? That's I, a bit weird, know. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. A modern human world, apparently. That's that's an open world, and Diana will be fighting uh, to unite her Amazon family. Who's also, she fighting though? Well, I don't know. This is the thing. Yeah. I, I, well, but the thing is, and I, I am ignorant of this because I don't read the, the comics. I don't know what Wonder Woman fights against. Presumably, uh, sort of Amazon equivalents from the old world, or I don't know, new enemies. But, but if she's in a modern well, open world, maybe yeah. just sort of human enemies like the mafia. But she's like, well, I'm well, Wonder know, Woman, so I'll batter you. I know of Wonder Woman villains, but if it's using like the Nemesis system, it's gonna randomly. She'll need underlings. Right? Create. Yeah, create like enemies. And in Lord of the Rings, whatever, that's your orcs and yeah. your Urukai or whatever, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah. In Wonder Woman's world, what what's the equivalent? I know, it's weird, isn't it? Maybe they'll just what would you do if it was just exactly the same but they just brought the orcs over? They just chucked in orcs. They just chucked in a load yeah, of orcs. So they're like, orcs. Well, there's they're orcs. part of Wonder Woman now. Yeah, they're in Wonder yeah. Woman. Calm down. Uh, Calm down. Yeah, maybe it'll just be I don't know, like you say, just the suited mafia crime fellas. Yeah, she could be Which in. Is... Where's she? Where's she based? By the way, because obviously they don't need her in Metropolis because Superman's going willy nilly over there. So well, where... she is in Metropolis, though, isn't she? Is she? Unless it's set in Themyscira. Is that where? Is that where Amazon- Wonder Woman Amazonians. is like traditionally? I don't know if I said that right. I think you probably let's just say that you definitely did. Sure. Um, <laughs> what about the TV show from the seventies? Was that set in Metropolis then? I don't know. Yeah, presumably. Huh? That's where, well. That's that's where she. That's a stomping ground, isn't it? I Outside don't know. I always just thought it was like origin, place of origin. Maybe it was like I always thought it was like like New York rather than like a, a you know. Well, Metropolis kind of is an analog for New York. No, but it's sort of that. But then so is Gotham. Gotham so yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't know because they but they all tend to have like Flash has like Edge City. Or, oh no, wait, that's the mask. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> set, I want to say Central City is Flash. Is it? I yeah, don't know. they've all got their own thing. Like Nightwing is Bloodhaven. They've all got their own like cities. It'd be well, funny if they just went. Yeah, look, Wonder Woman, Superman needs some help, so go to Metropolis. Well, now you're well. making me wonder Woman. whether I'm right or not because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a massively knowledgeable DC head. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's we'll have like, a look. If any listeners are screaming out the name of, you know, what Wonder Woman's city, let us know. Um, in the meantime, if you'd care to know the winners of the game game awards, uh, game of the year went to It Takes Two, which you're you're a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I am. Would Would you agree with it being game of the year? Um, I mean, it's certainly up there for me. It's one of the best games of the year. It felt a little bit like uh, I don't know, sort of. Um, fixed for want of a better word <laughs> because he has Joseph Ferrers in every year and he obviously, he obviously said to him mate get on a plane it'll be worth your while yeah 
like it was predetermined, maybe. <laughs> he paid them off. <laughs> you know, again, I might be being cynical. Who knows? But it, it, yeah, I mean, it helps that It Takes Two is a great game, so it's hard to begrudge it. Yeah, I mean, because you were absolutely raving about that. I've yet I, to it play it. It's great. It's very good. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, but it does take two. You need two people. So maybe you can jump on it with me because Elise has uh, had enough of it. She can't She can't work it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well. She we'll just had this She just had this big stress out when we played it last and went, no, I can't do it. <laughs> Didn't you pressure. say it was because you were shouting at her? Because you got... A little bit. You not got... shouting. I was trying to sort of be restrained and go, <laughs> uh, do you want me to do this bit? <laughs> just trying to help. I'm trying to be helpful. Oh, brilliant. Really. Yeah, it does get a little bit frustrating. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe you uh, and me can play it. It's we'll, on Game we'll, Pass we'll, now, Josh. We'll jump on at some point. Uh, yeah, we'll put right, Another right. one for the Christmas backlog, which is now about 100 games long. Oh, God. Um, yeah, it does, yeah. Best game direction to Deathloop. Yeah. Uh, best narrative to Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. It's very good. Yeah, it's a good, good story. It's a good one. I don't know about mm. best narrative of all the games of the. What year. would you put forward though? Um, in terms of narrative, probably Returnal. Okay, uh, I think it had all a right. much, much more interesting narrative. Or it depends on what you mean by. If you just mean the flow of a story or the way that the, the, the story uses its themes, certainly Psychonauts 2, I would think, had a much more interesting narrative. Right. I mean, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is perfectly fine, and I thought they did the, the banter between them really, really well. In yeah. fact, like, mechanically, I thought that was phenomenal. But mm-hmm. it, it, these things are sort of loosely defined, you know, best narrative. I I don't really well, know what to do. With the, do, you mean, do you mean the flow of it? Do you mean yeah. what it was about? Do you mean the dialogue? Or I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't really put much stock in awards, to be honest. No, they are a bit silly, but I do like to see uh, the good. You know, it, it, it's nice for studios and important for them, I suppose. So you know. Yeah. But yeah, no. Most of these, I was, I, was, I sort of thought, oh, cool. I mean, some some of it, you know, like best action game, Returnal, best action adventure game, Metroid Dread. Um, I'd agree with those, you know. Mm-hmm. You've got like uh, a best. This one was funny. Best performance: Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitrescu in uh, Resident Evil Village, which is, I mean, again, oh. very ha- very happy for for Maggie Robertson. But I just thought, yeah, really, I that's mean, the best performance of the. Spoiler alert! I mean, skip ahead like thirty seconds, but she's not in it that much. No. No, she's, which she's, I mean, yeah. look, that's fo- what was that? What was the two minutes? I guess was it, may, maybe she made a, a big impact during that time. I, I, I don't know. Was it Robert Duval for Apocalypse Now? It's the shortest Oscar. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, if well, it's best if you, supporting, if you put in, if you put in her up against Robert Duval, <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I can't argue with that. But she was up against like Colt and uh, what's her name from Deathloop. So I just thought, thought uh, oh. Juliana, yeah, yeah, I mean, I thought, they, well. they were both great. And I mean, I, fair, I, fair enough. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, <clears throat> Maggie Robertson certainly wasn't bad. Maybe it's just because my feelings on Resident Evil Village sort of clouded me there. I just thought, oh god, really? But yeah. well, just uh, yeah, I just wouldn't have even thought to put that forward in that category. Yeah. Yeah, neither but, would I. You know, maybe that's to my detriment. Who knows? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Weird. I, I, I for one, like uh, the award for most anticipated game. <laughs> what was it? Elden, See, this is the thing. It's Elden Ring. I covered, I covered is... the thing and I, I don't remember any of the awards. <laughs> Who's... Okay, hang on, hang on. Elden Ring. Just think for a moment. Yeah. Who Who is celebrating? Because I think 
it should be whoever's working in marketing. Right. Because okay. is that who the... Re- if you're giving an award for most anticipated game, surely you're giving it because it's the people in marketing and PR that are responsible for drumming up that anticipation. I mean, a large part of it comes from the fact that it's Miyazaki and George R. Well, R. Martin exactly. from Well, exactly. I think that's the main thing. I don't but, necessarily think it's marketing. I think it's because everyone's excited for the next Dark Soulsy thing yeah. from the Dark Soulsy people. Yeah, I guess mm. so. I guess so. Well, that's not your me, game though. awards. No, not rich. Not rich. Not uh, for me. Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the patience. This has no. been well established on this part. Yes, indeed. Mm. Uh, tempted by the worlds, put off by the combat, and fair play to yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I got one that's gonna that's gonna blow this wide open, right? Because oh, leaving the leaving the game awards, but that that's the game awards, everyone. Uh, as you could see, me and me and Rich, uh, we we like to drum up a, a reasonable dollop of passion. We don't really mm. care about the awards, but there's some stuff that excites us. Um, yeah. Moving on to normal news, I sort of thought, you know, that there are a couple of sexy stories out there outside the Game Awards, and one of them is Splinter Cell. Did you see this? I did, but... Are you going to get the salt wagon out again? Are <sighs> you going to drop salt over, all over it? I actually it? skipped over it, because I, I, I'm just... I'm over all these frigging rumours and stuff about Splinter Cell. Yeah. And I just, again, I don't place any stock in any of this stuff anymore because I've seen so many come and go over the years. It's just like, whatever. And I don't believe it anymore. turn out to be some rubbish. Like, oh, yeah. you see you see the thing? Yeah, well, guess what? It's a fucking anime series. Or it's a load binge. of bollocks. Or it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah. I don't know. I don't trust it. Like, <laughs> until, I, until I see the official announcement yeah. and a trailer or whatever... Then I'll be like, okay, good, Splinter Cell is coming back. But I'm sick of the rumours now. I'm bored They are of it. annoying. Yeah, they yeah. are annoying. The last two rumours seem to work at least in some sort of tandem because they suggest mm-hmm. that it's, it's sort of generally suggested that Ubisoft are in fact working on a Splinter Cell that is a proper Splinter Cell, but we'll take that with a pinch of salt. And the latest mm. rumour, which, which comes from Tom Henderson, who apparently previously mm-hmm. shared a number of details about Battlefield 2042 ahead of its announcement and has been a, a an established uh, leaker. He referred to uh, the Splinter Cell as being, quote, in early development. Uh, and he says that it will be, quote, an open world of sorts. And he cites a few... Uh, anonymous quotes, presumably f- uh, from from people who are close to the project, and they have compared the the new Splinter Cell project to a stealthier version of Assassin's Creed, uh, or similar to Halo Infinite's uh, new open world approach. See, which- that doesn't fill me with uh, confidence either that it's going no. <clears throat> open world, even if it's you know a small open world. It's like you're missing the point of. Yeah. Why people like Splinter Cell? Yeah. Well, do you remember this was what was happening with Conviction? Yeah. <clears throat> so and they, they released an amazing that. thing. I just, I, I don't know what it is. I feel like Ubisoft have just lost the plot. Like with well, this NFT but, stuff as well. It's like, what are yeah. they doing? It's What's all, going on there? There's no mystery to it. It's the oldest thing, and it's money. It's just money. It's always been money. But Splinter they just don't Cell. seem to listen to their fans at all. 
Well, it's because the they they don't who... care. They like they, mm. they, it's not. I don't think it's they don't listen because the fans given it all that till the cows come home. But yeah. at the end of the day, it is always two to three million copies sold. That's Splinter Cell. That's always what it's done. It's never yeah. broken that, and it's, it's absolute enough. height it was at. And for Ubisoft. You know, somebody says that's not enough. It's not, you know, it's not growth profit. It's not making more and more and more every single year. And what was interesting with Conviction is that when that game was first shown off, it was gonna, it was the one where Sam Fisher was wearing a hoodie and he had, like, long hair and yeah. he was in an open-world environment. There was that video that released of him in an open-world environment and he had the little phone thing in his hand. That just turned into Watch Dogs, which is funny. Yeah. because uh, And Conviction was a tight, linear action thriller game that was actually quite a good game if it had something like... If it was called The Bourne Legacy or something, it would be quite a good mm. game, but mm-hmm. as it happened, it wasn't. Um, <clears throat> but what's interesting is... When they don't really think they've got that much to lose, they're really good at spinning things off into new IPs. It's only when they have things to lose that they don't do it. For instance, uh, Assassin's Creed, which I'll get onto in a moment, is simply not Assassin's Creed anymore. I don't care what anyone says, but they are terrified of spinning it out into a new name because Assassin's Creed is worth lots of money. Prince of Persia, once upon a time, was not worth a lot of money, so they span it out and made it into Assassin's Creed. And it was the same yeah. with, with Splinter Cell. They knew how much it was going to sell. They didn't have that much to lose and so they span it out into watchdogs which i think does better than sp- and then you got you got clint hawking that made the most recent watchdogs the guy who did chaos theory so it's mm. no it's no wonder but you, look, look yeah i'm with you i'm on i'm on your side i, I, I i'll <laughs> wait till i hear anything concrete um yeah. i i i was always intrigued to, to be honest with you i'm not um, I, I I let out a little sigh when I hear that everything's open world these days. But I was also super intrigued at those early videos of Conviction. I did think it looked. I did think at the time, yeah. wow, like uh, could this work? Splinter Cell in an open environment. I, I remember voraciously like reading any article I could get my hands on yeah. for Conviction in when it was in that phase. Yes, reading yeah. about all the little physics-based things that were going to be and all sorts. Yeah, you could well. like pick up any object in the game, like, yeah. tip over tables and stuff. That's it. Um, yeah. But that actually brings me nicely onto the last uh, last but not least item. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla gets Dawn of Ragnarok expansion in March. Um, it's it being billed as the most ambitious expansion in the series' history. It's a 35-hour expansion that will see Eivor wow. uh, embrace destiny and become Odin, the Norse god of battle and wisdom, and face down the combined forces of the frost giants of Jotunheim and the demons of... Ma- Does anyone remember Assassin's Creed? What's going on? What are you talking about? What on earth yeah. are you talking... Come up with a new name. It isn't... Oh, Jesus. It's not... Yeah, it's not Assassin's Creed, is it? And I know people liked Odyssey. I know they liked it, and fair play to them. I don't think the people that liked Odyssey would mind terribly if it was just called something else. Mm. Yeah. Uh, would anyone actually care? Yeah, we've we got a new thing. We're going to call it Warrior Spirit. Eh, it's the same <laughs> thing, but it's called Warrior Spirit. Still buy it, though, because it's that thing. No one would yeah. care. But yeah. but no, I'm reading about the Frost Giants of Jotunheim, and that's, you know, if anyone's excited about that, I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound like an arsehole. It's just, you know, I kind of do actually miss Assassin's Creed. I still got, I got Unity actually downloaded on the play. I want to play Unity. Apparently that was a lot yeah. like 2. 
a lot more sort of closed and maybe I'll retreat yeah. into Unity and it'll sort of soothe me. I haven't played Unity since it was fixed. I reviewed it and it was an absolute <laughs> car Oh yeah, crash. it was like a right state when it launched. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, that was the first Assassin's Creed I really slagged off. Mm. I still gave it quite a high score <laughs> in retrospect. <laughs> this is when we were treating seven as the average. Yeah. And I gave it like 75, which, yeah, yeah oh man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's- Silly boy. If, if any listeners are out there and they're loving this thing and they and they are really looking forward to this uh, frost giants and stuff, if they're loving that, right? Come send me an email. Send me a, a ramble. Pop an email to me. Um, podcast yeah. at videogamer.com Right? T- like tell me tell me what like why you're and fair play. I'm not gonna you know t- tell me why you're excited and that. And th- but then also let me know if you'd actually mind if they just made it a different name. And just and then actually just offered Assassin's Creed to the people who rem- remember Assassin's Creed for being what it was. J- well, would mm. you mind that? Because I don't think anyone would. Anyway, I'm going to put that out there. Uh, it's about time uh, for the quiz because we've we've uh, we've we've we're getting we're getting juiced. Well, I'm getting juiced. I'm getting amped. Um, yeah, you, you're getting angry, aren't you? Yeah. Getting wound up. So sometimes things do. Sometimes things get me uh, on these on <laughs> these, uh, and it's, it's it's often. I tell you what, it's often Ubisoft. I've noticed that recently. <laughs> um, they get your goat. They get my goat. Um, yeah. I have a lovely jingle, and uh, I'll see if we can summon uh, Matt from upstairs. Okay, all right. Well, are you guys ready? I personify a place. It's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like, and I have, as ever, backup clues. I don't like draws. It's that time of the week, that time of the pod. It's quiz time, and uh, we are joined by Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Lots of video game announcements recently, so you know. Yeah, mm. it's yeah. all in work. Start winding down. Nothing else. Yeah. When stop. Stop it. Probably over <laughs> Christmas, they'll just sort of chill out. You have a little rest period. Um, Please. It'll be good. Who won last week? Oh, don't. I don't remember. Oh, I think, I, think stand- did, I think it was a stand. I think it was a standoff. Was yeah. it a stalemate? Yeah. Was, what was the What was, was the thing? It was uh, Dubai. Oh, it was by um, Dubai, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't think we should call them draws. We should call them failure of the quizmaster. <laughs> I'm open clues. to that. I'm open no, to that. But then, what, but then, well, what, what would you do if like one of the listeners claimed it? Then I was going to say you got to call them listener wins, don't you? It's not. Yeah. It's a loss Did for they? both me and Rich. <laughs> Did they this week? I didn't see any claimants coming up. Either that, well, or they're just not someone, interested. Someone got anymore. it. Someone got it. So, some the of thing. them must have done, but can't yeah. be bothered to email in. And fair yeah, play, they to don't them. care. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably after every time you've been like bollocks. Every time Josh is like, oh, someone's claimed it, you're like, they're lying. They're absolutely yeah. lying. So why would they write in now, Richard? Yeah, uh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> right. Clue number one Perfect destination uh, for dog walkers. Sure. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt Lorigan. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> if you've got it, I'll go mental, but go on. Is it uh, San Francisco from Watch Dogs 2? No, incorrect. Oh, I sort of wanted you to get it as well, but no, it's not. That's good, though. I can, yeah, uh, that is good. Uh, clue number two. Uh, first appearance in a video game was in 2000. Oh, 2000. Really? Yeah, oh. yeah. Hell. Bit different, bit different, mm. bit weird. Uh, total of uh, four video games as well, overall. Right, yeah, yeah that's my theory out the window. Most uh, Most recent appearance 
in a video game. 2019. Huh. Oh. Okay. 2000's a weird year. What's that? <laughs> uh, clue number three. Given uh, my setting, it's uh, it's ironic that there aren't any delicious cookies in any of my games. Hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Clue number Sesame four. Sesame Street. Sesame cookie Street. monster. Oh yeah, the Cookie Monster. Yeah. Well, I should say, give yeah, given given. Well, I won't go over that. I'll add some spice later. <laughs> Clue number four. Uh, I was a setting for three films, as well. One of them, much more successful than the other two. Oh my god, this is completely throwing me. <clears throat> Stop. Uh, Rich Walker. Is it the Matrix from the Matrix? Incorrect. Because I know you're on a Matrix tip. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I do. I do love a bit of Matrix. Uh, and so no. far, it sort of fits. No, it doesn't. What's no, the cookie doesn't. thing? Is that a thing? Sort of, kind well, of. Does she doesn't the Oracle give him some cookies? She does. She does. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, yeah. maybe it is the Matrix. Maybe you just got the wrong game, Rich. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Clue number five. Uh, remember to bring a uh, digital camcorder. Uh, and uh, remember to also uh, shake it around loads while you're filming. Stop. Uh, Rich Walker. Is it um, the forest from Blair Witch? What's it called? That forest. And ah. this week's winner is Rich the- Walker. I just wrote forest, but I would Did also you? I accept... I forgot the name of the forest. Uh, Black Hills Forest. That's the one. Black but, uh, Hills Forest. I, I wrote Black Hills Forest slash The Woods slash Forest. Mm-hmm. But you get extra nerd points if you got Black Hills, but you didn't get Black Hills. You got I've written that review, and I wrote Black Hills a million times. <laughs> I knew it was Black Hills. I just didn't have the recall. Well, lucky, lucky for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, yeah, well, well done. Yeah, well, gave it oh, away nice. the camcorder thing. Yeah, that, the totally. Yeah, shake about the camera. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect destination for dog walkers. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. of course, Blair Witch. And, and you know, mm. I don't know why they don't... It's a, it's a smart plan. Dogs always know when supernatural stuff's going yeah, on. Yeah, they and do. So they start barking well. beforehand, don't they? Yeah, they're, they're barking and they'll probably help you out in combat as well. They're, they're, they're Can smart. Can I just say there's no such thing as a supernatural, so... Well, a, oh, in in media, you know, dogs are in always media, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you're uh, a big old sceptic, Rich. And also... I, I'm not sceptical, I'm pretty sure. And, the, fact, and the, sure. the spice for that was uh, Perfect Destination for Tree Lovers. I didn't add that in yet, but, you know, it's a forest, mm. so that makes sense. First appearance of the video game 2000, the weird trilogy of uh, Blair Witch games, no one remembers. Blair Witch Volume 1, 2, and 3, Volume 1, oh, Rustin okay. Parr. Volume 2, The Legend of oh, Coffin what? Rock. And Blair Witch Volume 3, The Ellie Kedwood Tale. I've were they never PC games? heard of them. Yeah, they were PC games. Yeah. And they came out oh, just in the go. wake of the movies. And I was, actually, I was gonna say. they were quite freaky. Uh, someone installed one on the computers at school, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, actually, no, we won't. I'll just leave that there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, let's not, let's not expand upon that. Uh, yeah. Clue number three, given my setting, it's ironic. Maryland Cookies. Uh, oh, I thought you were doing something with Black Forest, and I was like, "That's cake, mate." What are you talking about? Black Forest about? Gatto. Yeah. I love a Gatto. Yeah. I was like, "He's got, he's got that absolutely messed up." Uh, yeah. Given <laughs> yeah. my setting, it's ironic that there aren't any delicious cookies. Yeah. So, Burk- Burkittsville, Maryland, isn't it? And sure. also, three movies. Again, another thing people don't: Book of Shadows, colon Blair Witch Two, and yeah, 2016's Blair Witch. 
Oh yeah. Oh, they redid it, didn't they? Yeah. It, yeah. it was. It was weird. It wasn't a redo. No, it, it wasn't. Was, it was. It was a sequel that acknowledged they the went original after people, the footage right? of, yeah. the, of the original thing, which is also what Book of Shadows did. It was sort of seen as a meta, a meta film even then. And yeah, the last one uh, is some of the people that built me might be involved in the revival of a beloved franchise, Silent Hill, Bloober Team, 2019. Word on Rich Walker back on top. Thank you. How do you thank feel? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I feel good. Elated. Yeah, sweet. You can't you sweet. can't tell it though, Rich. I mean, no, I'm, your voice I'm is your voice is I'm unchanged. Really you're unmoved. <laughs> this, is, I'm, I'm, this is honestly doing this podcast today is taking all of my energy. Like I'm really trying hard. <laughs> yeah, I know it's probably not coming across. Good, 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 good no, I'm still enjoying he's, it. He's on the edge all the time. Saying, it's you know it's hard to talk today. You're, a consummate, really you're a consummate pro. You're a consummate pro. Yeah, you're like, you're like, I never noticed how long the podcast is before. Like, how do people listen to this? I can barely barely talk it. Um, yeah, well, yeah, anyway, yeah. thank you very much uh, to Matt for upstairs. Better luck next week. That's all right. Um, I couldn't see the uh, I couldn't see the forest from the trees. You know? uh, uh, it's about that time that we hear. Go stand in the from... corner. Go oh, the very corner. nice. <laughs> in the yeah. dust corner. Cut. Love it. Um, <laughs> right, we need to hear from the uh, listeners' questions. Have a jingle. So I rang up this pizza place and I fancied some iced cream. And I said to this fellow, I'd like some ice cream, please. I'd like some ice cream, please. And he said, oh, okay, cool, what do you want? And I said, well, what have you got? And he said, well, what do you want? I said, what have you got? Well, what is it you want? Right, that annoyed me anyway. And I said, chocolate. And his response, we don't have any chocolate. Questions, theories, comments and queries. You send them in, we'll talk about them, if they're any good. Mm. If they're mm-hmm. any good. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one from uh, Theddy. T-H-E-D-D-E. It's Theddy. I like uh, it. Yeah, I like it too. What do you think about game development before compared to today's in terms of marketing and ambitions? That's a wide-reaching question. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, uh, marketing, I wouldn't... I mean, uh, generally, my, my gauge for... I live on a fairly busy road in London, so one one of one of my um, sort of little barometers, tell, barometers, yeah, mm. is like what what's stuck on the side of buses as they go past yeah. the window, um, and every now and again it will be like I remember there was Returnal. And nice. Like the th- you know the things that are marketed massively, oh, but that's that's been the way. Love f- the side of a bus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I saw there's a Forza one as well. All right, okay. Yeah, so yeah. did Microsoft. Yeah, oh, I saw Forza um, Horizon Five electronic sort of billboards in and around yeah. London. But that's always the been the case, though, sides. right? Going back to the bloody nineties and that, like that that that, mm. that that sense of marketing. I mean. In terms of how marketing, the marketing spend for things these days, I guess, has probably increased because gaming as an industry has increased both in its, its, its profits and in the amount it spends on actually making the game. So aside from yeah. everything generally ramping upwards, I guess one of one of the things in terms of when you, when you sort of talk about ambition uh, and, and, and marketing which I guess might tie in as well to the to the to the advent of digital shop fronts is what mm-hmm. we talk about on the podcast a fair bit, which is the I wouldn't say the loss of the double A, but the kind of uh, the transforming of the of what was the old double A game games like Stuntman, yeah. you know, that would come out or well the or infrequency the yeah with like which we get them like yeah mm. sort of. Uh, 
would it be like driver parallel lines? Old companies like Atari used to put out a nice little double A. But yeah. that now is the realm of, of companies like uh, publishers like Focus Home Interactive. And there'll be games mm. like A Plague Tale Innocence where it looks very, very pretty indeed. It's not, not what you'd call triple A. But, and actually, I think Plague Tale did get a physical release, you know. It did, um, yeah, it did. Um, also, they're called Focus Entertainment now. Oh, are they? Yeah, they changed their name. Oh, oh mm. I, like, I like the old name. But that's a shame. But there you go. Uh, yeah. Focus Entertainment. Yeah, so it's, it's more like that double A thing. And I suppose we get things like that Terminator game that yeah. uh, I probably talk about on the podcast more than I should, which I still haven't played, but I kind of want to. Uh, what was that Don't called? Don't you have it? Yeah, I've got um, it, yeah. Was that Terminator Retribution? Terminator Resistance. Resistance, it? Resistance, yeah. yeah. That, that, that sort of felt like an old school life. So, like, those things still do happen. They might only see release on a digital shop front, or they might get a cheap yeah. box release. Mm. But generally... And and I guess you, you we get like the the, the, the stratospheric triple A games and the tiny sort of beloved indie games, which is a thing that's been going since like the Xbox three sixty, since the Xbox Live Arcade, really. Um, yeah. That's that's that would be the big marker in how it's changed from it depends how far back the question's going. Um mm. Thedy just sort of says, you know, game development before. But if before is like the nineties, then I'd say sort of digital shop fronts would be, yeah, would be like pro- probably the biggest thing, I guess. And yeah. Sort of like the loss of those middle ground publishers. Mm. Um, but yeah, and it just just way more, way more money. Like although adjusted for inflation, probably things like Shenmue or Modern Warfare Two. I think yeah. Modern Warfare Two is is that still the most expensive game ever? I think it was was it three hundred million? Yeah, or maybe, maybe. Um, In terms of ambition, I'd like to see more of a push. I don't feel like there's been masses of innovation or ambition on this generation thus far and we're a year in ambition it's difficult to gauge ambition really yeah i mean i would say it depends how you measure it i Mm. for 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 me like i thought returnal was massively ambitious yeah because housemark had never done you know they'd only done arcade shmups that were absolutely sublime games yeah but they sort of took that and fused it to to the, a, a kind of AAA template. I don't know if you'd mm. truly call Returnal a AAA. I suppose it has to be because it's who its yeah. publisher is and the money that was. But but it feels it feels like you know you play that and you think God, this is so far removed from. You can have mm. examples of studios being ambitious, and there was nothing. I was when I when I played that or when I played uh, Deathloop, which is similar but but different in some key ways. I sort of thought. Oh, these, these, yeah. are, these are ambitious in it. you know like you'd never any I may have played ver, like I may have played riffs on this but I've never actually played anything quite like it you know mm. um, yeah but yeah I, I, I know what you mean uh, mm. this one from uh, let's have a look <clears throat> Michael friend mm-hmm. of the podcast Michael yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Keighley has tricked people into thinking he's one of the most relevant voices in games media and somehow made the VGAs the main Game of the Year show when, let's be real, Golden Joysticks and Videogamer.com's Game of the Year podcast are the real hey. deal. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, yeah, how can you. how can Jeff's reign of terror be ended? <laughs> um, I, I don't think um, it can be ended. He's sort of entrenched, isn't he, now? Yeah. Yeah. He's, kind of, he's woven himself into the fabric. There's no escaping <laughs> until, you know, he pops his clogs. And then he's going to take over. 
But I don't mind Jeff Keighley. I think he's, you know, eh, I think it's can easy take him to or leave him. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. Yeah. You know, he's. I think it's it's good. It's good. The game awards. I don't. It's. I think it's very easy to be cynical about them. But I don't actually mind well, them. I sort of, you know, it's especially. Um, easy to be cynical about and when you're in the UK and you have to cover it and you're up till 4am covering <laughs> it that that doesn't make it particularly um, inviting or no uh, that's not really the Game Awards fault but no no it's not <laughs> but, I mean yeah. they are in America but yes that doesn't that doesn't that certainly doesn't make it easier I think but it's, the- <laughs> yeah it's probably why I'm still tired of knock on effect from that the Game Awards syndrome uh, the, tiredness, the yeah. jet lag he's got Keeley jet lag um, well, I mean, that suggests that I've been on a plane. I, I haven't been anywhere, but yeah. No, no. Sort uh, of jet lag by sp- proxy. A met- a metaphorical jet lag. Yeah, yeah. A metaphorical jet lag. Yeah, but no, yeah. thank you very much. Uh, you know, keep keep an ear out for the Video Gamer Game of the Year podcast, which will be mm. coming up at some point soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been making lists. I've been checking them twice, so we'll get to that. Uh, Chris, one from Chris Jackson. Hi, gents. Do either of you remember the festive Toffee Crisp from the 90s? The Toffee Crispmas was one of the best chocolate bars ever. Keep up the good work and all the best. Do you remember that? I do I remember Toffee don't. Crispmas, the, the phrase. No, I don't, I don't remember that at all. What was different about it? I don't know. I only remember the phrase because it delighted me. Toffee Crispmas. Mm. Um but no, I actually don't no. remember. I've, I went into the shop the other day and can report that there is currently a Toffee Crisp orange, which which really, really, really nice. Nice. So, you know, keep keep an eye out for that. I don't know whether... Mm. But yeah, uh, Chris Jackson, get, you know, get back in touch. Let us know more about this festive Toffee Crisp. Crisp Jackson. Crisp Jackson. Toffee Crisp Jackson. If you've got... Because, <laughs> you know, if they put... Imagine if, I'm, I'm sort of imagining a kind of... You know what would be what would be Christmassy like a little bit of cinnamon or some brandy up in there. I mean it won't have oh, those it won't have been those things, but you know. um, or, oranges maybe orange is a little festive. Who knows? You'd chuck an orange in a pan of mulled wine, wouldn't you? Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I re- I do remember Toffee Christmas though. I will say that yeah. much. Uh, <clears throat> Joseph Murphy with a couple of tepid takes for you. Lovely. Number one, Quality Street sucks. <gasps> Jesus, is that right out the gate with a controversial comment? <laughs> is it? I thought of, I read that and I was like, yeah, yeah, so it does. Yeah, I disagree. I used to really? love digging into a, a big tin of Quality Street. Really? I can't anymore, obviously. But oh, mate, I it's like not the Christmas gold one. A tin of Quality Street. What the toffee penny? <laughs> yeah, I like you that. Kill one. someone with a toffee penny. Yeah. Drop it off the uh, drop it off the top of a skyscraper. Exactly, yeah. Like go through someone's head. Yeah, yeah. no, the, the toffee, yeah, the toffee penny's pretty good shit. And I like the purple one. But then, the, then was it the purple one? Was that that one? Yeah, yeah, that's Quality Street. Uh, that was, that the the cool. Noisette Triangle. Yeah, I'm not a big fan yeah. of that one. What? Uh, Get out. <laughs> I don't know. Get out. I mean, I wouldn't say maybe it sucks. I just, uh, yeah, I, it's just sort of like I'm like, yeah. Quality Street, yeah, I'd never buy them. But if so, yeah, I might I'd nick a toffee penny if someone's got one. They're not no, as bad I, as I, I mean, roses are rubbish. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because I remember roses being like sort of the premium Quality really? Street because they're Cadbury's. You're right. And now I'm like, well, who does Quality Street? Isn't it um, Nestle? Formerly Roundtree, yeah. I thought, yeah, well, was it really? Yeah, it used to be Roundtree and then Nestle bought everything in the world and now it's Nestle. Oh, God, I didn't know Nestle did Quality Street. Pretty sure. Oh, well, there you go. Pretty sure I'm right about that. That's mad. 
I'll take your word yeah. for it. Tepid tape number mm. two. Yeah. Uh, real Christmas tree. That wasn't tree. a tepid tape, by the way. That was incendiary. It did that was incend- a red I, hot tape. I, w- I would personally regard it as a tepid tape. I might right. not say it fully sucks. He's put sucks in capital letters. Yeah, see what I mean? That's not tepid. Yeah. Although if he said something sucks about something that really did suck, that might be tepid. That would be tepid, know. yeah. I think it's because um, I fundamentally disagree. But yeah, yeah Rich is a fan away, of, yeah. of the penny, but uh, right, real you Christmas. Are. You said you like the toffee penny. Oh yeah, wait, that's that's uh, yeah. I meant Rich is a fan <laughs> of quality. I actually sort of meant to say Quality Street there, but that was a Freudian slip because I only care about the toffee penny. You love the toffee go. penny. Um, oh mate, tear your fillings out, those do. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got any fillings. It might tear my teeth out. I've got one filling, but yeah. Uh, real Christmas trees in the living room are awful, he says. Yeah. Uh, the smell, the shit it drops all over the floor, the stickiness, and also pinching yourself while decorating it. Artificial the smell trees. Is wonderful. Yeah, I was going to say the smell. I was like, the smell. The smell's the only reason to have one. Yeah, it's I thought the Because the smell... needles are irritating. The needle, the, I'll yeah, give him the needle. Else. Yeah, like the needles are bullshit. And um, it's macabre as well, having a dead tree in your home that <laughs> gradually kind of dies. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, artificial trees all the way. I mean, fair play on that. I would, but I would just take him up on the smell and just say, I thought that was the whole thing about him. You know, nice pine yeah, smell. But, it's the only reason to have one. Only uh, reason to have one. But then he says, Merry Christmas, Richard and, uh, and Wiseman. I like Wiseman. Thank you. It's good That's stuff. That's nice, yeah. Who's Len Wiseman? Um, was, isn't he that rubbish director? Yes. Yeah. Um... Who did think, Underworld and yeah, yeah. The Die Hard Four? Yeah. Didn't he, did he do the other Die Hard sequels <laughs> I as well? He did oh man, that was no. yeah. Why did you have to mention him? You've yeah, it's led, it's led, now. Well, that's not that's uh, bloody Joseph Murphy's fault. That yeah. <laughs> but uh, another one from Michael is Matrix Awakens the best graphics of all time? I just point his attention to the tire wells. <laughs> You know, so we thought they were, and we then Josh spotted that, were, and it's it's blown but, it, and it shattered the illusion, yeah. Michael. So zoom into the tire well, and also the little logos like on the back of the tire well, and that. And I just oh, was a bit. Yeah. Don't worry, really I'll, I'll call those I'll tire wells, aren't they? <laughs> I'll call Epic Games up. We'll sort them out. Uh, and Good. the last one, um, actually, that's quite a long one, so I'm going to save that for next week. Oh. Yeah, no, do you know what? We've done enough questions. That, that, that'll finish it. That'll oh, finish what? It. Yeah, what yeah. Nah, the only ones that's we've got horrible. left, they're all massive ones, so i got to do it yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's unprofessional, that. <laughs> well, you you've got a couple you've, of you've tepid tapes. on this episode now. <laughs> ruined. Do you doubt my truth-handling ability? <laughs> I do. You've ruined this. <laughs> ruined the whole pod. Yeah. Uh, no, you ruined the whole pod. <laughs> <laughs> Right, sorry about that, everyone. Uh, dear. Right, thanks to uh, Adam Cook, Andy B, Callum Mahern for the stings. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to uh, the listeners for the questions and the theories and the comments and the queries. Uh, podcast at video ga- and the tepid takes. Podcast mm. at videogamer.com with the email. Um, mm-hmm. Send in your rambles. Head over to videogamer.com for all your gaming needs. Xboxachievements.com, PlayStationTrevies.org as well. Yeah, Sometimes, lovely. you know quite sexy sister sites aren't yeah they? You know? yeah I, I mean I think so I, I think, I'm I biased but sexually you know. designed yeah mm-hmm. as is video gamer by the way mm-hmm. um, yeah what else Twitter don't go on Snapchat don't go on Instagram pop on mm. Twitter 
at RichieW82. Let him know if you've noticed the tyre wells in The Matrix Awakens as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At, he wants to hear about it. He's, he's, he's excited. I do, please. Uh, yeah. At Joshy Wise, at VideoGamer.com if you want to tweet us with your questions as well, which indeed you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would just about do us for this week, sadly. Um, yeah. But it's goodbye from me, goodbye, and it's goodbye from Rich Walker. Peace.